I'm able to think of any number of excuses for why not to do the things that I know I need to get done. Any tips on pushing beyond these blocks? So in every moment we have an option as to what we can engage in in that moment. And a helpful thing to recognize is that, in a sense, all action is inaction and all inaction is action. So what that means is that we're actually always doing something. And it's a bit like the example of driving. If you're driving at a set speed and as you're driving, your hands are on the steering wheel and you say, you know, I think I'm going to just not drive for a while. I'm going to not steer for a while. You're still driving. You're still steering. Even if you don't move your hands, even if the wheel remains stationary, that is still driving because there's forward movement happening one way or the other. And because we live in time, either way, one moment is being followed by the next and time is, is passing by. And in those particular moments, we're always doing something. It may be sitting down, it may be standing up, it may be lifting something, it may be thinking about something. But there's something happening in that moment. And also, there are any number of things not happening in those particular moments too. Think how many things get done every day in the world. Wow. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? Just think about how many things get done every day in the world. And think about how many things you do every day in the world. So it's fairly small no matter how capable you are. So even if you're the most epically effective person, you're very ineffective in many ways when compared to the sum total of everything that gets done. Although it's not quite that simple because maybe you can use a bit of, of leverage and you can get other people to help you. So you might be doing something very positive in the world. You empower other people. And a lot of what's happening in the world is being done because of something you've set in motion. So that's a clever way to go about doing it. But in any case, it's not a competition. But the point is, is in our own life, there are any number of things that we're not doing in any given moment and any number of things that we, we are uh, doing that we, we, we get to choose from. So the question really is prioritizing because what is it that you're, you're going to put first? Uh, it, it's up to you really what you put first. There, there's no particular rules that say you have to prioritize one thing over another. But if you if you take a moment to reflect on on the costs and the benefits of, of not doing something, it starts to become a little bit more obvious what is the path that maybe you should be taking and what is the, the path that uh, probably isn't a match for you. And generally a good uh, metric to use is, is this good for me, is it good for others, and is it good for the world? And also take time into account, is it good for me today and also next month and also next year? and the same for others in the world. Because there may be certain things that are good for us, but they come at the cost of, of other people in the world. And in truth, if we're acting in a way that's not respectful of the world and other people, that's only going to come back to us anyway. It, it, it tends not to be efficient because we have to live in the world and we have to relate with other people. So even aside from just caring about the world and others, it's actually not good for us either. So taking that into account to some degree is is important. It's, it's just better for you anyway. But then the, the other side of it is over time, because there may be some things that are good right now, but they're going to be a disaster next week, and we're going to regret them. And there may be some things that are next week or next month good, but not that good now. 
So we will, of course, need to sometimes make short-term sacrifices in the interest of, of, of accumulating or building something, you know, saving for something important that we want to buy is valid. But as much as possible, it's good to try and do that in a way that doesn't involve too much suffering in the present moment either, to give ourselves happiness now rather than just misery now with the hope that someday in the future everything's going to work out. Generally, we kind of get more of what we have day to day. So if you can find a way of living happily today so that that just develops and accumulates even more happiness over time, that's kind of the optimal. So if you're looking and, and comparing in that way, if you're using that as a measure, um, then that is a tool to help dissolve excuses because very often what excuses are are not thinking clearly, particularly in terms of the short term and the long term and, and not looking at the bigger picture. So if you have done that and you've prioritized and you've become a little clearer on what your priorities really are, well then the question is what are the benefits of achieving that thing or of engaging in that thing that you want to do? And what are the costs of not doing it? And becoming a bit more aware of the costs and the benefits can be helpful. Not just intellectually thinking about them, but emotionally saying, okay, well, if, if, I, if I do this, what are the benefits? And if I do the other thing I could be doing instead, what might that actually cost me? And you're not trying to scare yourself here. This is just more of a mindfulness exercise. You say, well, literally, if I don't do these things that I want to do and I just let it go this way, what is the consequence of that and how does that make me feel? And is that what I want? So that way you're developing uh, more of a sense of consent and, uh, and purpose in what you're doing. So having lined it up then in that way, you can see the benefits of what it is you've chosen to do. You can see, you see the costs. And it becomes easier then to fall into a pattern of acting in that way. And hopefully to really enjoy that engagement as well to enjoy the, 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 just the process of doing whatever it is that uh, you're, you're choosing to do in that moment, even if it's difficult. Because you may have something physical to do and it's a hot day, but what's wrong with being a bit hot? You know, providing there's no contraindicating health condition that you have or something along those lines, who cares? You know, sometimes we're, we're just too squeamish about being uncomfortable. Oh, it'll be exhausting. Yeah, we'll get exhausted. There's nothing more satisfying than doing something exhausting and, and, and really physically uh, grounding. And then afterwards, just sitting down and it feels great. They say hunger is the best sauce. And that applies to so many things. So, so what if it feels a bit uncomfortable? As long as it's not actually unhealthy or bad for you, bring it on. And that kind of attitude of leaning into it, which is something that athletes cultivate, people who are particularly good at exercise and fitness programs cultivate, actually becomes pleasurable then to kind of stretch and to lean into things. So we're kind of looking actually for difficulties then to engage in. So this is good because we're acting in a way that is uh, meeting our priorities, and we're also then hopefully enjoying just, just, just the sense of development that comes from stretching in that way. So it's a bit of a win-win.